four score and New this morning, years. we're getting our first look inside the Hello, everyone. Hey. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to First Hand, the podcast where we hear firsthand accounts of the most important moments in history from the people who lived it. I'm your host, Devin Field. And I'm Greg Gallant. Welcome back. Episode two. It's episode two. You know, episode one was intense. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, I wanted to talk about this. Please. Yeah. I want to apologize mm-hmm. for the last episode. It got a little out of hand. We don't want that to be the blueprint for how episodes no. go forward. I'm certainly not going to fire a weapon. Which you did. I would think ever again I did. I fired a weapon at our guests. Shot a gun at Buzz Aldrin's ex-girlfriend? Yes. <laughs> yep. That, yeah. was, that, was how, that was how yeah, the last um, episode um, went. You've forgotten her name? Susie Foreman? That's right. Susie Foreman. Um, yeah, that was an, an alien. That was tough. This is a history podcast. This is a history this is a podcast. podcast about history, mm-hmm. and it's going to be pretty straightforward. From it's now on, it, I think. that episode was not, and we apologize. Yeah, that was an outlier. That was we're going to have an outlier. This will be dry and informative, but boring. Yeah, yeah, smart but bad. <laughs> I think is what we're going for. Something I've always uh, strived yeah. to achieve. But uh, and uh, what a perfect thing for that. We got another fun historical event to talk about. Yes. Uh, if, if you're not familiar, uh, obviously Greg and I are sort of Forrest Gump-like figures who have uh, experienced almost every major event of history in modern American history. Yeah. We've just kind of wandered through I wish, so many famous people's lives. I wish there were a better way to explain but it. But there isn't. To say that we're there like isn't. Forrest Gump, but it's we haven't Forrest come up Gump. with one. Yeah, we're Forrest Gump-esque. <laughs> Forrest Gump-esque. And, uh, and so we wanted to talk about an event that we were both present for, coincidentally. Yeah, because you don't want to just, you know, we didn't want to just do like 9-11 right away or anything no. like that. No, and again, we're trying to figure out when we'll be best to yeah, do the 9-11 we did, we episode. We both did have a significant role. <laughs> <laughs> Legally, I can't talk about the role I had yeah. in 9-11 yet. But maybe when the statute of limitations is up, we can sure, discuss that. Sure, And that's what, 17 years? That's about 17 years, so, yeah. So sometime in the 2030s. Yeah, next week. Or next week, <laughs> yeah, I guess, never mind. Next week, yeah. Next week, we'll do the 9-11 episode. But this okay. week, a pop culture event for the ages, the recording of the charity single, We Are the World. I mean, what a, what a milestone. This song brought the world together. Um, if you don't know, We Are the World was a charity single recorded by the supergroup United Supportive Artists in 1985. It was written by Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie and produced by the one and only Quincy Jones. And uh, it, it was designed to raise money for famine relief in Africa. All these artists got together and they said, enough's enough. We are going to save the world with the perfect song. And they gathered, on Mar- uh, they gathered in January of 1985 for a smooth recording session, I think, you know, ups and downs, but they got it done. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it, when it was released in March of 1985, it went quadruple platinum. It's the first single to ever go multi-platinum. So yeah. if that's not a success, raising $63 million for African famine relief, I don't know what is. I mean, it saved the world. It saved the world. I mean, you had Live Aid, of course famous performance but that's peanuts compared to this compared I mean, to this what it is, made yeah at the bo as it were that's right. the it music box office buffo bo <laughs> yeah and uh and we were both there we were there now greg again you, you, we were there we just happened to be there greg explain how you were at the recording session well, for we um, are the world so the 80s parts of the 80s were a little bit 
slim for old Greggy. Uh, a little bit of the, what yeah. do they say, the salad days? No, those would be good times. Oh, okay. They were well, the lean the, years for what, you. See, that seems similar to me. The salad days <laughs> salad and lean and years lean mean years the opposite the thing? Yeah, well, okay. If I'm ever super ass rich and I'm eating salad, that's mm. a bummer. Anyways, I... Uh, <laughs> So I was interning at A&M Studios. Right. I was the low, low man on the totem pole. I was trying to break into the music biz. You were like the Jimmy Iovine of A&M Studios. Yeah. Just a kid on the boards. Just a kid. And I, I was doing whatever. Because I was, you know, this wasn't a paid internship. I was, I, I walked in and I said, I will, you know, well, I was ushered out a few times. <laughs> You know, it was hard to get in there. I would come in in disguise. I'd come in with flowers. I'd come in with pizza. What was your closest to successful disguise that you tried to use? I came in as Ronald Reagan. Wow. I had full prosthetics. I had my prosthetics guy who would go on to do the prosthetics for Mrs. Doubtfire. Incredible. Um, who actually, it actually was Harvey Firestein. It was Harvey Firestein. <laughs> Not a lot of people know that. Yeah. He played the brother. But it's a skill he has. He did it. Yeah, he did it. They were, that was all BTS yeah. that they were rolling on. And they're like, let's fold this into the movie. Because <laughs> Harvey Firestein was working at Industrial Light and Magic yeah. as just a special effects alien it makeup was, guy. Mrs. Downfire was going to be a movie about a nice nanny. And then it was a horror movie. Yes, and you right. reveal that she's... yes this man but once they were like well, let's fold in all this bts we'll have it about a guy and you'll see that he's choosing to do this and right yeah, that's yeah. how they decided that um, brosnan was pissed yep <laughs> but i so so harvey did my prosthetics and i showed it i showed up as ronald reagan incredible and then you know i think what spoiled it was i was why would ronald reagan ask for an internship right so he was, that was at, especially at that point he was the president he was president of the united <laughs> states yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. now he was an actor he spent some time in hollywood sure but that's at what that I, time, was, I had forgotten he was president right i was just banking on him being the guy who played pete alexander <laughs> uh, opposite doris day yeah makes sense um but eventually they took pity on me i guess they said fine you can come be our intern you gotta clean the shit out of the toilet Mm-hmm. Um, intern 101 yeah. standard stuff you clean yeah. shit out of the toilet yeah clean <laughs> shit out of the toilet eat up the barf eat up the <laughs> yeah lay down sawdust and then eat up the barf and the sawdust I, as i'm saying this do you think they were fucking with me uh i don't know every internship i ever did i had to eat up barf and clean shit out of the toilet okay yeah. all right good yeah because the, the toilet's flushed that's but right. they wanted me to scoop the shit out no that's standard man i mean you got to pay your dues yeah, and take it to the beach that's right <laughs> all right so that's time, odd that's that, odd you to think, make you, you drive all the way to the beach is odd so yeah every time someone went to the uh, number two i had to drive all the way to the beach yeah it makes sense uh, so we are the world <laughs> yeah so eventually you know i'd been there for a couple months eating barf and scooping poop yep, driving yep, to the yep. ocean standard stuff and um and yeah i was there for all of it so during we are the world you know i would say my biggest job was to basically keep the lesser jacksons entertained <laughs> you know michael had a big rattle off the lesser jacksons for me tito yes Sure. I mean, you think Tito right away when yeah, you think yeah, yeah, yeah. Marlon. Marlon. Um, Jermaine's borderline. Yeah. Uh, Latoya, obviously lesser. Mm-hmm. Mm. Skee-ball. <laughs> Skee-ball Jackson. Skee-ball Jackson. Pituitary Jackson <laughs> is less interesting to me. Yeah. 
So um, all the some of the Jacksons that weren't even famous, like right. there are lesser Jacksons that are still famous. There are lesser, lesser yes, Jacksons yes, that we don't even know of with stupid names. Yeah, <laughs> like Pituitary. I mean, they're like the Seven Dwarves after a certain mm-hmm. point. Sleepy. Yeah, Sleepy Jackson. Doc Jackson. <laughs> uh, and of course, Snow White Jackson. <laughs> Snow White Jackson, <laughs> the original SWJ. Yes. <laughs> no way. Uh, yeah, close enough. Close enough. So you were entertaining the Jacksons. What did you have to do to keep them entertained? Dangle shiny objects in front of them? <laughs> uh, they're not babies. Though. Sorry. They're sorry, not sorry, babies. Sorry. I don't um, know. I would sing little made up songs. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I would play peekaboo with them. Cute. Uh, I would, <laughs> you know, yeah, I guess I would dangle shiny, dangle objects. shiny objects in front of them. Yeah, it wow. was... It was a fun time. You know, I'd also, you know, you know, Bruce Springsteen takes a poop. I got to scoop it out. I got to right. drive it. To, he yeah. wanted me to drive it to the Atlantic Ocean because he's a big New Jersey uh, guy. Oh, yeah, out to Atlantic City. So I had to go yeah. to AC every time. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. And wow. then later I would tell the the band about that whole experience and they recorded their song Atlantic City. Based wow. It's actually based on me having to dump Bruce Springsteen's. <laughs> Poop God. into the ocean. The, and these are the pop culture things that people don't know about. That's why we're doing this. this is That's a why we're doing podcast. it. This is a history podcast. And my history with yeah, We Are the World was at the time I was working as Bob Dylan's driver. Mm-hmm. His family had asked me to drive Bob Dylan around. Um, you were hired by his family? Yeah, it was sort of a driving Miss Daisy situation, kind of. Like his kids or his, his kids, parents? Yeah, his kids, both. His kids <laughs> and his parents reached out and said, someone has got to drive Bob around. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing anymore. Um, yeah. You know, so that's, If you think he's rough now, I mean, he was, he a was mess. pretty rough in he the was 80s. He was a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Is he Christian at that point? At that point, he was extremely Christian, uh, at least in conversations with me. You know, he would always ask me if I had accepted Jesus Christ as my personal savior. And I was like, this is intense, Bob. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, because I got to imagine you're going to this pretty psyched. You're going to meet Bob I'm Dylan. so excited. I'm driving out to his... about the 60s yes. and folk and all that. That was my goal. I was driving up to Bob Dylan's beach house. I said, I can't wait to ask him, what were the 60s like? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and have him just open, be open and vulnerable open about that. Gates. and. But instead, uh, it was sort of a get him to the Greek situation. I had to get him to the studio on time. And I had a, Greg, I don't mind telling you, I had a hell of a time getting him there. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, when now, you also had to get him to the Greek. I did. You had to get him. He had that left like his wallet the at the Greek. Uh, he had, and so we had to get him to the Greek, and then I had to get him to the studio. <laughs> So sort of a double in the style of get him to the yeah Greek. yeah yeah. So like was that movie based on this? Yes, oh. yes it was. And yet another one. Yes, yet another one. Didn't see any money for that. Um, but yeah, so it was one of those things of like I had to take him to a recording of the Today Show in the morning, <laughs> as they do in the in the film. Oh yeah, and I had to you know. Um, and you were dating Elizabeth Moss. I was dating Elizabeth Moss, but she she wasn't satisfied. We were in a confusing situation in our relationship. Because yeah. she was kind of settling down, domesticating, and you wanted more for your life. That's right. And uh, when Dylan was really needling you about that. <laughs> Dylan got me good. And it ended up, we all ended up having sex. Oh, that's uh, right. As, as they do in the film. Yeah, the yeah. three of us. Yeah, Bob Dylan ate out Elizabeth Moss in front of me. So that's wow. basically what ended up happening that wow. day. Yeah. Yeah, it was intense. Yeah. 
<laughs> big day. Big, big day, day for you. So I guess that was kind of that. We just sort of drove from Malibu to the Greek, then to my house where he ate out Elizabeth Morris in front of me, and then to the studio. So I guess it was a little more simple than I said it was. Well, but I, I mean, there was more. T- you had more stops along the way. Right. Sure, yeah, yeah. Because you had to pick her up. Had to pick her up. She was at work at the hospital. Yes, and, she worked uh, at a hospital. She was in scrubs the entire yep. time. And I had to go get her. Uh, so first, so it was get him to the Greek, get him to uh, Kaiser Permanente, get him to my house, get him to the studio. Yeah, that wow, was what it what was. A day. But we got him there, and uh, he had a terrible time. So <laughs> it was did. totally worth it. Yeah. I could kind of tell from his bowel movements that he was stressed. Yes. Well, he was always stressed. I mean, he's the, you know, Bob Dylan, he's the king of rock and roll. He's the king. (laughs) The king of rock. Yeah. Um, Well, great. Well, so we we have two amazing guests. Oh, we do this this week. I mean, some big gets. I'm excited. I'm I'm thrilled. And and we'll get right into a discussion of We Are the World after this break. Welcome back. Hey. It's us. And we're talking about We Are the World, the 1985 single that saved the world. Saved the world. And who better to discuss the single with than the man who what produced a, it? This is a big, I mean, we. This is enormous. We usually say, like, we're trying, you know, we, we're getting people who had small roles, right. who bumped up against Witnesses, passerby, bystanders. This is the horse's mouth. This is the man himself. And a man who's been interested in talking more lately. <laughs> Uh, you know, opening up, and we're glad to have him. Uh, it's the one and only Quincy Jones. What's happening, man? <laughs> oh my how you cats doing, baby? How you Quincy, doing? Quincy, welcome. What's Quincy's going on? So good to see cats, you. Cats, how you doing? We're cats? good. We are good. Thank <laughs> you, you cats so meowing. <laughs> we're meowing. Yeah, all right, man. All right. We're meowing now to be talking to you. I mean, that's all is... I can ask for, man. Hey, you man. Feel, yeah, yeah, you cats, you cats stay meowing and. <laughs> And kowtowing to nobody. Hey, you know? Absolutely. Cow- okay. I was worried for a second that you wanted us to be kowtowing. <laughs> no, and then you said no, no, daddy No, No kowtowing to anybody, you understand. <laughs> now, Quincy, your vernacular <laughs> yeah. seems to sort of span decades and eras. <laughs> What's that, cat? <laughs> cat and. What you right, ask, this is cat? sort of a like jazz, hep cat, like jazz era, bebop slang. What's that, cat daddy? Cat daddy, yeah. Now, this is but but when you say it, it sounds right. When you does. say it, it's timeless. It's timeless. My words are timeless and rhymeless, except for that rhyme I just <laughs> timed. What's that cat? That's the exact wrong time to say you were rhymeless. <laughs> you when, when you were rhyming. What you say, cat daddy? Okay. Lay it on me. Spray it on me. <laughs> spray it on me, chipmunk. Well, we'll do our best to spray it on you. Yes. <laughs> Certainly. But please spray on us for a second. What's that? What was it like? I mean, you are you're producing this song. I don't know if anyone in history has managed more big famous egos all at one time. Yeah, jazz, baby, jazz, jazz of the mind. I was there with all of them, all those cats, baby, Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yes, that's the first one you yeah. think when you <laughs> yes. first person you think was he the first person you booked? That was Dan a hit cat, baby. I had to I had to reach out. I, I called him on the horn. I horned him up. <laughs> Uh, when you say horn, oh, yeah. surely you mean a regular telephone, and that's another Quincy Jones piece of right. slang. That's got to be a normal. Abs a trap, baby. Abs a trap. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I horned him up. I horned him. I horned him real good. Good. And I said, "Listen, Dan, baby, it's that time. It's that time. the The ghosts are getting busted. Yep. I need you here in my studio." <laughs> so you brought him there to 
be on the song or to bust ghosts or both? Both. Both. Yeah. Oh. Because the studio, you know, with all those egos, it can definitely get haunted sure. with all the artists that definitely uh, missed out because they had already been dead. The Otis Reddings, oh, the yeah. Marvin Gaye's who had died a year before that. Oh, my God. Uh, yes, his father shot him right in the chest, Cat Daddy. His daddy <laughs> shot him in the chest cavity, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you already had a cavity there. <laughs> you got shot in the chest cavity, Daddy. It, it's a true tragedy yeah. for all the dads. I yeah. mean, uh, Buddy Holly's ghost. Buddy right. Holly's ghost. Buddy Holly, Richie Big Valens. Papa, Richie Valens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, oh, all Janice. those daddy O's. Janice Joplin, all those daddy O's and mommy O's. Friends. You Janice. catch me owing? <laughs> We're meowing. You dogs barking? We're meowing. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Lay it on me, spray it on me. <laughs> Well, okay. What was your vision for this song? You get a song written by Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie. You're like, this is going to have 20 artists singing for three seconds apiece. I'll tell you one thing, Kat. My vision was complex, you know? I knew when I got all those cats into the same room, I knew I needed a little patata and a little hadoop Okay. And uh, I got that. Listeners can't see it, but Quincy's sort of shuffling around in his seat, kind yeah. of do, po- poking his fingers up in the hadoop-a. air. Yeah, because there's not really any scat singing in the final product. Well, we had to cut out most of the scat. Yeah. But uh, all music is jazz, baby. I had to get get a lot of the scat out of the studio, too. (laughs) A big part of my Yes, yes, that was sort of your your assignment for the day. So, so, Quincy, I just wanted to circle back to something you just said. All music is jazz? All music is jazz, (laughs) cat. Yeah. That's and so that so it doesn't matter if you're recording Michael Jackson Thriller. That's jazz. That's jazz, baby. Yeah, think about it. In what? Because this is Thriller. I do bop da. A monsters coming out in the mouth. <laughs> monsters coming out in the mouth. That's from the cut fifth verse. Of, I would of love thriller. to hear. Do you have any more from the cutting room floor of the oh, Thriller yeah. recording? The thriller albums. Oh, okay. So we what? got beat it. You got to beat it. I do bop da. I could be lit. I squeely dee bop. I dee bop. I beat it. No, wow. Billy Jean is not my lover. A school of bop by Danny Glover. No. Oh, Danny Glover wow. got a shout out to the original. You do yeah. rhyme. You're we rhyming. had to cut it though. You know, time, baby. Uh, time, time. Time. Time was not on my side. Yeah. Slime, you feel yeah. me? <laughs> I feel you, slime. Yeah. <laughs> Devin, Devin's uh, being pretty kind right now. And I hate to always be sort of the devil's advocate uh-huh. here, but it, it seems like you were in a bit of a barrel in the 80s. A lot of these, your versions of these songs sound really similar. <laughs> yeah, they are in sort of a similar tone. Listen, Daddy-O, I got a vision. When I step on the boards, I got to record, okay? And I record whatever comes to the mind first, Cat. You understand? You dig? You dig like a shovel? Yeah, I dig like a shovel. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense to me. Yeah, of course. Oh, this all makes sense to me. I want to be very clear about that. I'm cool and I understand all of this. (laughs) Yes. Greg and I are cool. We understand what Quincy Jones is talking about and we get it. And we dig like shovels. We dig Dig like like shovels. shovels. That's right, Slime. I guess the question then is, do you feel like the final product, how close was the final We Are The World product to what you, to what the vision you described? It's exactly what I wanted, Daddy. Oh, it is. Exactly. In 100%. Because you said your vision was complex and I would say the final song is about as simple as it gets. No, that song's a complex song. Is it? We had Dan Aykroyd in there. That's true. You know, you get Dan Aykroyd on a track, baby. It is. It is what it is, baby. (laughs) Dad Aykroyd is, yeah. yeah. B-A-B-B-Y. <laughs> How much of the original track was Aykroyd? Yeah. Uh, you know, the original track, Aykroyd had a big solo line in it. Yeah. You know that line that, uh, what's her name? Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Cindy, Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper, the one that she sings, and then that was originally Dan Aykroyd. 
Well, you know, Michael Jackson, he was much more of a Chevy Chase fan. And so he sure. wanted to make sure that uh, Dan Aykroyd was cut out. I don't want to talk out of turn about Michael Jackson. No, please. He didn't touch them kids. <laughs> oh, Okay. An unsolicited answer to the question, did Michael Jackson touch those kids? Quincy says no. Quincy says... I mean, Quincy, you've not. been spilling a lot of tea lately. Yeah. Richard Pryor and Marlon yeah, Brando. Said, Richard Pryor and Marlon Brando had a big old romp about in the bedroom, in the boudoir. <laughs> Were you go there, Quincy? I was there, right in the closet, peeking out through the through the doors. You, you know were the doors the, that, uh, the shades. Yes, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. You you were sort of the R. Kelly trapped in the closet of mm. Marlon Brando. And that Richard was exactly that. That was what was inspired by that, which is why I don't like R. Kelly. Oh, uh, that's, that's why one, you don't like. R. <laughs> one reason why I don't like R. Kelly oh, is because he's so huge. My, otherwise, amazing musician. Do you know a, a thing about R. Kelly similar to the thing you know about Michael Jackson? Yeah, he stole my trapped in the closet. Okay, which is, <laughs> I see. I see. Well, right. I was trapped in the closet. I told him the story one day. I said, "Dig it, cat. I'm at Marlon Brando's house, and he's not supposed to be there." And I'm there, and I get in the closet, him and Richard Pryor come out, and they do the whole romp about in the boudoir. <laughs> what a life. Dig it, Can you imagine? I mean, what a time capsule there. Richard Pryor and, uh, Marlon, and Marlon Brando, Brando having sex with Quincy Jones peeking through a closet. <laughs> While he's on the phone with a young R. Kelly. Yeah, good. <laughs> R. Kelly hadn't even broke yet. You know, this is the 1970s. He was probably about six. Yeah. <laughs> and you told him, Robert, you know that yeah. high concept music video you've been looking for? Even though music videos didn't exist at that time, you know? Sure. Well, you said, you said, Robert, it's your cousin, Mar- it's your cousin. Quincy. <laughs> your cousin Quincy. Yeah. Quincy Jones. <laughs> Quincy, I wanted to ask you else about something else that's unrelated, What's but that, uh, has always been in my mind, which is a scene from the movie Ray. Uh, Yes. Where Ray, a young Ray Charles, unknown. Who was at We Are the World, by the way? That's right. He gets off the bus that he took from Georgia to Seattle. Absolutely. He gets off the bus, and there is a young man leaning under a streetlight right next to the bus playing the trumpet. Mm-hmm. Ray Charles says, Hey, that sounds pretty good, man. And the guy says, yeah, hey, are you a musician too? And Ray's like, yeah. And he goes, hey, welcome to Seattle. I'm Quincy Jones. Did you, re- is that how it happened in real exactly life? exactly how it happened, baby. <laughs> I used to stand down at the Greyhound station, you know, because I didn't have enough money to get me a bus ticket. I wanted to get out of Seattle. It was much too wet. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I. Uh, <laughs> too wet for Quincy. Too wet, wet from the rain. I, I, or? I, I like to drive, baby. All I like wet is jazz. Badoop, bop, rain. And. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you created the wet jazz movement. Wet jazz. Wet jazz. You heard of free jazz Uh, i created wet jazz yeah what's wet jazz in a nutshell wet jazz in a nutshell baby i'm glad you asked baby uh (laughs) wet jazz in a nutshell basically is me standing outside in seattle under a lamppost at the greyhound station (laughs) playing on my trumpet oh my god Quincy Jones has pulled a trumpet out from under the table and is holding it in front of his mouth while singing towards yeah, it. Yeah, that was a vocalization. <laughs> yeah, here's a secret for you. I actually don't know how to play this thing. Oh, I'm saying you're kidding. all of Sweet up, sweet up, That was the final season of Cosby Show theme song right there. <laughs> they brought you on to do the, the final season trumpet theme. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was a big thing back then. You you were doing the final season. You're doing your victory lap of a show. You need a special song. Right. Mm. Of course. That's so right. You baby. did the final season of Family Ties yes. song. How did that go? There's a time for living, a time for giving, a sweetly dot by Family Ties. <laughs> 
feel like you were in a barrel. I it's, hate to say it. I feel like you were really in a barrel. It does sound similar to it's just sort of adding squeedily bebop in front of the title of this. Everything is Jazz, Daddy. Everything is Jazz, course, Baby Daddy. When you remember that everything is Jazz, True. it makes more sense. True. You can hear Jazz in every show. Name a song. Name any song you want to, Bad Daddy. Closer by Nine Inch Nails. Closer by Nine Inch Nails. I want to get squeedily bebop, but closer. Nine Inches from you. Wow. You know, now uh, that that's now that good. I hear that song in this new light, yeah, it is pretty jazzy. Yeah, wow. Um, what about here's another? What about Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars? Because Uptown Funk gonna give it to you. This here, that's Greenwood Bop, that Dimly Deep, that Dimly Dop. Easy. It's just that easy. Yeah. It's like you say it and you make it effortless. Like if, I feel like I could I do mean, it, but I know I can't. I've been doing jazz eighty years, man. <laughs> there wasn't a song in my mind farther from jazz than Uptown Funk. <laughs> sure. And I mean, that's about as far as it gets. Funk and jazz I mean, are there so were different. Horns in that yeah. song. <laughs> I suggested it be called Uptown Jazz. That makes sense. That makes sense. Given everything we've heard from yes. you. Well, Quincy, it's great to have you. It's We're going to be talking here, Daddy. To you about We Are the Thanks World. Thanks for inviting me into your squiddly. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> but now we've got another guest. And I'll be honest, I, I'm a little confused as to the booking of this guest. I'm not sure this was someone who was involved yeah, with Yeah, I'm a little confused Quinn? as well. Because um, you think We Are the World, you think Ackroyd. Uh, you think uh, uh, who do we, girls we, just want to have fun? Cindy Lauper. You think uh, Kenny Rogers? You think Tina Turner, Billy Joel, Willie Nelson? You yeah, know, Pituitary Jackson. Pituitary Jackson in the booth. But this is an, a female pop star who uh, claims that she was at the recording session. Yeah. This, this please welcome Sabrina Squirt. I'm squirting. <laughs> wow! Out the gate. Is that, is that a signature Hi. line? Hi, Hi. Sabrina. Hi. Yes, that's what my fans would shout whenever would I shout. do a live show. They, they in unison, I'll scream, "I'm, I'm squirting. squirting!" Wow. wow. <laughs> and was that something that really caught on? Yeah, it caught on. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised you didn't know it. I like didn't. I thought we were all going to say it, but then it was just oh, me. No. <laughs> I don't yeah, you really looked so weird. disappointed that you were. I am very. Oh, so I'm sorry. I, anyway. I don't feel comfortable uh, saying that, but that's just me. Oh. That's uh, um, just me. Devin, okay. Devin is sort of has some sort of hangups around sexuality. Oh. I don't know. If oh, it's not it. sexual. Bob Dylan oh, tongued out his girlfriend. Yeah, I'm having a hard time. Figuring you know what? Out. I did hear that Bob Dylan ate out his girlfriend. Did you, Elizabeth Moss? That's right. I'm squirting is not sexual. Oh, okay. No, because my last my name mistake. is Squirt, that, and that's your Christian name. That's and not that's illegal. That's not like name. a nom de plume. No, 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 no. That's my Christian name, and of course, I come out as you guys know because you probably are familiar with my live concert not really music um i will come out and i'll wear a short little skirt and then i'll flap right in front of my crotch real fast oh boy i don't like and this then, gesture and i'll say i'm squirting it's not sexual it seems more okay. sexual the yeah. more you explain it much it's more not sexual. sexual okay and, and all my fans have little little guns that they keep in their pants and then when they scream <laughs> i'm squirting <laughs> They shoot water. <laughs> All your water fans guns. have little guns they keep in their pants. <laughs> that, must little be water a, guns. that must be a nightmare for security. <laughs> yeah, that sounds little tough. Every... And they have to look like real guns. That's know. part of the requirement. You cut like, the little orange thing yeah, off. Yeah, the... yeah, yeah. And they're just water guns. But then everyone else, I'm squirting. And it says these fountains of water. That sounds so fun. fun. Yeah. Not sexual. Not sexual fun. And so anyway, you are a pop. Is I, that the genre you would say you are? Yeah, pop I'm a music? pop star. Well, you're I would here say. with the, one of the great pop 
producers of all time. I Quincy know, Jones is I know, here. he knows Have you guys me. ever crossed paths? Yeah, he knows me very well. Absolutely, Daddy. <laughs> oh. He knows okay. me very well. Old no, friends. we had so many albums I do. Really? He did. So many and that's why part of why I'm a big part of this. It's so weird that like my name's not listed on like any of the Wikipedia, whatever yeah, can't about find it. You it's anywhere. so funny yeah. because that's I'm a, a big part of it. I'm as big a part as Dan Aykroyd. Wow. wow that's a that's huge. Well, it's true. Um, well, were you invited by Quincy to participate in this recording session? I didn't need an invitation. Interesting. That's the thing. It's, <laughs> I didn't need an invitation. No, 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 no. No, I knew. I just knew where it was. I knew what was going on. I knew they needed me. They need my voice, you know, because I don't know if you guys are familiar with any of my hits, but Meatball Sub. <laughs> oh, Meatball Sub. I think I heard that once at the beginning of a bootleg pornographic film that I watched. Number one, Billboard's really? All Time Highs. Number the, two. What do you mean, the number one? Number one, <laughs> Billboard's All Time Highs. Number one, Bill, to- Bill Toward All Time Highs. <laughs> Bill Toward. <laughs> She ain't never told a lie. <laughs> I've ne- Thank you, Quincy. I've never told right, a lie. Well, My number two biggest it. hit Quincy. was Don't Call Me More Than Once. <laughs> okay, right. What was the uh, sort of ethos of that song? Yeah, is that... Well, it's a breakup song. It's all about like, hey, don't call me more than once or we'll break up. You know what I mean? Oh. Like it's a, it's so it's not a breakup song. It's no, a it's preemptive a, breakup. You're in a relationship with someone and you don't want them to call you. Yeah, it's like a warning. Like, if you call me more than once, we're done. You know what I mean? Huh. It's sort of one of those revenge fantasy movie boobies. <laughs> now, this was... Yeah. This was... Was this even before texting? Because how else would your significant other have gotten Get in touch, touch with you? Just show up at your house? Uh, yeah, just show up, go bowling. They didn't mm-hmm. need an invitation. Mm-hmm. No, of course, never. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you're as well known as I am, like as popular, as like influential musician as I am, you mm-hmm. don't need to, you, you don't, it's so dumb. You don't need little, I don't need to be invited or <laughs> Uh, I no one has to say, "Hey, come join me." Yeah, I'll, I'm there. Like that's the thing when you're such a high level mm-hmm. musician that invitations just become yeah, dumb. It's just a, They're just it, dumb. Yeah. It's just stupid. I don't know. I hate stupid. to be the devil's advocate. <laughs> no, come on, Greg. Oh God. Who's advocate? The devil. The devil. Who's that, Daddy? <laughs> well, <laughs> the devil. The de- you know, I mean, it's a, Satan it's a, himself. Yeah, I'm familiar. Quincy Jones has never heard of the devil. The devil's advocate is sort of a turn of phrase to mean like be the bad guy in a situation. Mm -hmm. That's what I was using. I also do know the devil. Okay. (laughs) What? I was. Craig, I didn't really want to. This is sort of. That actually reminds me of my uh, fourth biggest hit. Oh, please. Which was, I don't know if I named my third, but my fourth. You didn't, but we didn't need to hear it. Yep. My fourth was the bad guy in a situation. The bad guy in a situation. Yes, that was my fourth biggest hit. It's wow. really it's sort of a sort of a warning song. It's kind of a clunky title. Was that hard to get out uh, in the lyrics? I didn't didn't feel clunky to me. I <laughs> okay. could sing it just fine. Okay, but it's so, okay. I mean, if you're not as popular or like well known a musician as I am, I'm like not. I was on all the Oscars. I were never, on all the Oscars. I've never not won a Grammy. Wow. I, Hang on. So in the history of the Grammys, every year that there have been Grammys, you have never not won a Grammy? Yeah, I've never not won one. You mean every year you win at least one or every single one? Yes, every year there's two or three. You know, count them. Wow. Okay. What was the last Grammy you won? The the ninth? Yeah. On the ninth of... (laughs) On the ninth of... um, You know, I don't have to say it. The ninth of January... When the Grammys are. When the Grammys happen. That's, that's the last. What, that was the last Grammy you won. That's good enough now, for me. Miss Squirt, it's just that 
when please, you're, please. When you're talking about how you don't please, need Sabrina to, squirt. Sabrina squirt. When you when you're talking about how you don't need an invitation, how, uh-huh. or how you don't need to prove anything or uh-huh. back anything up with facts, you're kind of clawing at the skin on your forearm in a very aggressive way. I have an itch. Okay. I mean, oh. what you don't itch? Listen, I know you guys are looking at me. You're like, oh my god, she's a goddess. She's like inhuman, but I'm human. I itch. I, I get didn't yeast think, infection. I didn't think you were a goddess. <laughs> I did think you were inhuman. Yeah, yeah that, that was. I get yeast infection. Okay, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Didn't I want to breeze them. past that. Yeah. Okay, great. You seem proud. I get yeast infection. <laughs> That's fungal, fine. Fungal, yep. fungal creams, and you know, okay. fungals. I get them all. I'm yeah. just like you guys. That's yeah. the thing about stars. They're just Quincy. Like are you relating to that? Oh, baby, am I? <laughs> I stay with a yeast infection. <laughs> you with the yeast. Quincy always rocking a yeast infection? I got to carry Lotrimin everywhere I go. <laughs> In my trumpet case. Tough acting to acting, baby. Spray all over the balls. <laughs> so you take an athlete's foot treatment? <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. All right. Male yeast infection is jock itch. You get oh, it every yeah. time. You spray it down. That's right. my fifth single, Jock Edge. Jock Edge. Lay it up and spray it out. <laughs> That's right. That's wow. right. So you said, don't call me more than once. Yeah. It's a warning song. Yeah, it's a warning song. Bad guy in a situation is a warning, warning song. song. Also a warning song. Is so it's Sub a warning song? Is... Um, it depends on how you look at it. How it's does it either go? a warning song or it's an inspirational song. How does it go? Meatball Sub, you can't eat too, too fast or it'll go down hard. And then there's like a big choir that comes behind me. Mm-hmm. And you t- balls choir. are balls are on top of balls in an envelope. <laughs> Eat it, but not too fast. I'm warning you, but you can have it. What are you gonna do? It's hard to know where baby jazz. That's jazz. That is jazz. Yeah. jazz. Pure hot, hot jazz. Oh wow! So was it produced static. by Quincy? It was produced by Quincy, yeah. right, did, right, right. I did that jammer right there. Oh my god! I did that jammer. I, I booked that whammer. <laughs> Quincy, you worked with everybody. Oh yeah, it's, baby. Oh yeah. The fact that baby. you were you were at all free to record Sabrina Squirt's first or fourth single. I carved out. I carved out very special time. I'm, I was a big squirt head. Big squirt Yes, head. that's what right. my fans are called, big squirt well, head. Now, Sabrina, walk us through just what was your experience on the day of We Are the World? Yeah. You get sure. to the studio. Okay, so I get there, okay, and I'm, you know, I'm, pre- I'm there pretty early on. I'm there, uh-huh. you know, I see my best friend, Mikey, Mikey Jackson. You and- called Michael Jackson Mikey Jackson? Yeah. yeah. And you're claiming blessed. he's your best friend? He's my best friend. And Do you so- think he touched those kids? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Scratching the Uh-oh. arm. Scratching Uh-oh. the arm furiously. <laughs> so a little Got counter viewpoints by infection on my forearm. Two of Michael Jackson's best friends offering different uh, accounts of whether or not he touched those kids. So there I was, and you know, like I didn't like I. I sort of as an artist, like I, I really respect other artists' um, sure. faces. So like I was like, um, like not like like totally like in the room where all the mics were i was sort of i was like you know what i don't need this spotlight to be about me because this is about africa this is about you know curing famine let's not forget this is about africa god the thing i immediately forgot i forgot that immediately (laughs) (laughs) yeah i remembered all the money it made i forgot right yeah yeah, yeah. africa no yeah so um so i was like you know what i this is not about me it's not about somebody to squirt squirt i don't need to squirt all over this so right You don't need to. You haven't been asked to. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing when you're like as popular as me. You don't have to be asked to. Just like, right. Anyway, 
I found a storage closet and mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I'm just going to record in here because I don't need to. I like. I, oh, interesting. So you weren't so, even in the studio. You were in a little well, closet. No, I was like, I like walk through. I say, hi, Mickey Jexy. And then I, you know, I went into the storage <laughs> closet. What did he say? He said, hello. Okay. Oh. Well, now, did you have a trouble getting in? Because, like, when I was trying to get into A&M, yeah. I had a hell of a time. It's so funny. I had a hell of a time, too. You know, it's and so that's funny. weird because you're very famous. You're I saying. know. <laughs> okay. And so you recorded in a closet. Yeah. So I sang my part in the closet. Uh, so they had a mic set up for you in the closet? Yeah. Yeah. They, um, yeah, I had, like, a can that I, a yeah, can? I had a can a that can? was empty. Yeah. That was empty, and you so I so not it. cans like headphones, but you had a like a tin can no, like, that you were saying like headphones. To? Okay, <laughs> okay, I'll em- say empty you headphones. Seem, <laughs> you seem very uncomfortable around around the microphone. That no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm you, wondering if you've I ever. Know where to talk. You're not. <laughs> well, it's I, it's actually a little up. You're yeah, a little, a little up bit and up. away. Yeah, a little away. A little, little back and up. Do you know? Okay, yeah. All right. I think that's as good as we're gonna get. She's got a little can of beans. Wow. Talking a little. Let me just. Oh, just we try not to eat on mic in the studio. People don't like mouth Hello. sounds. Okay, and she's just sort of putting her Sabrina lips. Sabrina squirt. I'm squirting. <laughs> See, well, it's catchy. Just like that. Jazz, baby, jazz. <laughs> Quincy when, stays a fan. Well, on the record, wow, he loves jazz. Well, so, yeah, that's great. That's yeah, it. so you were sort of in a it. closet the way Quincy had been in a closet. Yes, yeah, very similar. Yeah. yeah, I really related to that story. Wow, great. Yeah. And so where where can we hear you on the final recording? Do you have a line of yourself? Yeah, I do. I say, gather them up. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember? Talking about the Africans. You, the, the original lyric was to gather up the Africans? Yeah, yeah well. gather them up. Okay. You, 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 you chose the context yourself, you know? Oh, so yes, sure. Yes, you did. Sure, okay. I was talking about food. Wow. Gather them up and then let's have a big meal. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Not something sort That's of terrifying yeah. like I thought it would Gather them up, right. have a big meal. It sounds like the Kit Kat theme. <laughs> gather them <laughs> up, have gather them up, <laughs> gather them up, and have, have a great meal. meal. I'm squirting. <laughs> I don't Do remember, remember hearing no, that it's on the, the it's, uh, it's in the song. Sorry, it's sort of like layered under a lot of. Are like, you in the video? I'm of, in the video. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm the one who's holding the hands. You're the one who's holding the hands. Mm-hmm. Holding. Yeah. What do you mean holding the hands? <laughs> you know, <laughs> holding severed hands. Don't, don't be crazy, Greg. <laughs> well, no, actually, that's true. Oh, no. sorry. I'm the one in the video. I'm standing <laughs> like I'm standing like in a um like in a gutter mm-hmm. in in like a bowling alley. <laughs> You're describing things that are not in the and video. There's no bowling alley, no gutter. So anyway, like you, you just must not be very familiar with that. Um, I'm standing in a gutter in a bowling alley, and there's a lot of like just hands around, but you can't see who they're attached to. And I'm like holding them. It's like a nightmare, like a David Lynch nightmare. <laughs> and I'm screaming. <laughs> okay. And screaming and squirting. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I'm not squirting. Oh, sorry. I, I'm having trouble nailing down Jesus what that Christ. term means. And I wouldn't squirt then. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> How dare you, Daddy? I don't know. Yeah. I'm learning. Okay. Come on. Come on, baby. I, <laughs> and then I also, I don't know if you remember this, but there's a bat on my head. I have the I bat on my head. You have a bat on your, like a, a animal yeah, bat? Like a bat on my head, like a baseball bat. Oh, I see. You have a baseball bat on your head. You're standing in the gutter of a bowling alley. You're holding hands and you're singing about I'm gathering screaming. them up. I'm screaming. I'm not squirting. But underneath, you can hear me say, gather them up. Let's have a big meal. 
And then I say I'm squirting, but I don't actually squirt. Wow. You remember that? I don't no. remember that. I'll, t- I'll take a look at it later. No, you don't need to because okay. I'm just telling you it's in it. <laughs> wow. Well, you, you, you're an amazing figure with a lot of emotional problems, and it's great to have you here. That's <laughs> exciting. Thanks so much. Yeah, you're I'm welcome. thrilled to be here. I'm, but, you know, it's so great to have the two of you here, yeah. you know, to discuss yeah. this. Well, I mean, all four of us were there. Right. Yes, we were all there. Day. We were all there. I, 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 at least seventy five percent of no, us. No, definitely were there. we were there. I, you know, something I thought we could do. I wanted to just toss out a couple of the names of the other people who were there and see if any of us had any impressions oh, of yeah. them on that oh, day yeah. and stories about them on that day. Like, uh, you know, for example, of course, you know, Billy Joel was oh, there. Uh, oh, the uptown boy himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. It is, what's Quincy's take on Billy Joel? Are you a fan of Billy Joel's? Big fan, Daddy. Big yeah. fan. I'm a big fan keeping everybody cool. You know, I, I Billy Joel walked in the room, he had an electric vibe to it. But, you know, he kept yeah. he just kept listing off stuff that he that about the world. Oh, he very, was doing very his, political. we didn't start the fire, kind of. He was sort of in it, the early stage. He yeah. eventually became that. I told him to add some jazz to that. He was just listing off things that he was upset about the world and I was like hold on wait a second let me just add a little jazz to this you, you got the lyrics of, of that song there you know, why don't you pull up the lyrics to that song yeah, okay. why don't you play Billy Joel in this <laughs> okay you know so I'm we, sure we'll be able to clear that yeah, yeah. no problem yeah and, and I here's what he was doing he was in there and just started angrily listing off those sure things. he's he's saying Harry Truman Doris Day Red China Johnny Red and I said stop stop it Billy Cool your willy. Silly your willy, Billy. <laughs> Let me add some jazz to that. Okay. Start over from the top. Okay, sure thing. Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Walter Winchell, Joe DiMaggio, Joe McCarthy, Richard Nixon, Studebaker, Television, North Korea, South Korea, Marilyn Monroe. We didn't start the doodle-dop. It was scoobily diving and scoobily head and Whoa! Wow! Yeah. wow. I mean, I just feels like record ready. Yeah. That's just how the process Devin. works. Wow! <laughs> you have a beautiful singing oh, voice. Stop! No, stop. that was great. That was jazz. Stop. No, that was jazz, I don't know. Devin. I don't know. That was jazz. Also, oh. double shout outs for Doris Day in this. Episode. Yeah, well, we love her. We love her. She's in the air. She's uh, in the air. Bette Midler was there. Bette Midler. Oh. My impression there. of Bette Midler: <laughs> too tall. Really, Bette Midler walked through the door. She was six eight. Bette Midler's six eight. Yeah. She's too tall. She yeah. walked right in with Dr. No, J. No, no. Yeah, it was her and a Dr. J. Lot, a lot of the guys, the male musicians, it's some of the weird, like they they got a pickup game going, and there's a little basketball hoop behind the studio that I had to build from poop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you built it from poop? Foss- well, I had to fossilize the poop. It was a whole. I think that. They I, fuck d- yeah, the that was one I don't think you had to do. I think I might have just been so used to working with poop. Yeah, I, at a certain point. No matter what I was told to do, I would include poop somehow. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys remember the sushi debacle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, never forget. <laughs> yeah, I remember that all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Sabrina, what was the sushi debacle? Oh, my God, my impression of the sushi debacle? Too tall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's sushi walked yeah. in the door. It was, it was, it was so too much sushi. It was, it was a like six a foot wall eight tower of sushi. Of sushi. It's it made no the sense. height of Bette Midler. Yeah, it was. It's, yes, I remember Bette Midler standing next to that sushi. And going, get a load of this guy. Yeah. She's, I mean, we saw, I saw Bette Midler dunk on huge men that day. Yeah. yeah. It was insane. That's nuts. Bette Midler had a hell of bounce on her. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen, the boss, he was oh, there. The boss. I already, uh, yeah, I already I mean, had, you know. You know, he came in, 
squeezing his lips together and yep. saying some more stuff. I said, wait a minute, Bruce. That's jazz. Just did the act of Bruce Springsteen squeezing his lips together. Yeah. And just said See, that was that day I had a real uh burning sensation in my crotchal area. Okay, yeah. And so yeast infection. infection. I, yeah. I, yes. Well, as you all know. Interesting. Maybe I, just putting tenactin on your dick <laughs> made it burn. <laughs> it's preventative. It's okay. tough actin. <laughs> so I I told I told Billy Joe he should call his song. We didn't start the fire. And then Bruce Springsteen was like, hey, I want one of those. And I said, hmm, I won't. you can't start a fire. Wow. wow. That came from the same. Oh, my God. Bruce Springsteen passed me a note yeah. under the storage closet door. Uh-huh. And I opened it and it said, do you like me? And then it had two squares below it. And right. one said, yes. And one said, Hell yes. Oh, oh, wow. Bruce. What a cocky yeah, jerk. That's, I, know. I guess women love confidence, right? So what did you say? Um, I circled I circled them both. Wow. And I passed it back to him, and we're, we're married. You are married to Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I'm definitely married to him. I t- I you don't have to look like, it up because I'm married. Okay, I feel like he's married to uh, the woman who sang in his band for years. That was me. Okay. <laughs> Sabrina Squirt. Okay. The thing about her, she ain't never told a lie. <laughs> so I, I know that. She never I said nothing like false. She has told a lie, and you can usually tell because she'll scratch her forearm. What yeah. you? Your left forearm looks... I have a yeast infection on my forearm. Ooh, that's another song idea. Ooh, let's add some jazz to that. Okay, I have a yeast infection on my forearm. You need to look at it. It's red, it's green, it's scaly and white. Gotta give it itching every day. Fire. (laughs) Fire on the stove. No, I can't. You gotta sing, man. No, I shouldn't. Uh, uh, Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray. That's all I know. We didn't start the heebly. Did Scooby Dweeby Scooby Dweeby Is that Jazz Quincy's Booba Scooba Da Dee Da? Okay. Don't disrespect Jazz. No, Quincy. sir. It's Scooba Dooba Da Dee Do. Oh. It's the first time I've ever heard Quincy think anything it, wasn't jazz. Yeah. And that and tells, was, and that's, again, he makes it look easy. So I, th- I weighed in going, I think I could do that. And he's like, mm mm. That's not it. Damn, dude. It's not it, daddy. Ugh. It's not it. Oh, well, you know who was there? Who else was there? Who I had a crazy time with? Willie Nelson. Y'all remember Willie? Oh, boy. Yes, I do remember Willie. Yeah, but notorious pothead. He's Googling Willie Nelson on her phone. Yeah, I that's do weird. remember Willie. You know Willie Nelson. He's a hugely so famous country artist. He was too tall. Yeah. Not Willie Nelson well. walked through that door. He was 6'8". <laughs> Yeah, it was noticeable because there were those inch markers next to that door. And so by the Bat Midler comes in first, then the Tower of Sushi. Folk singer. <laughs> yes. Folk? Yes. I don't know if I well, would say folk. country folk. Yeah. Folk singer. Okay. Yeah. And then Willie Nelson, 6'8", next. It was quite the trio. I was like, yeah. all these people are so tall. Well, I, you know, I've partially been put in charge of like staging everyone for the video. And it was very hard because everyone was the same exact height. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what to do with it. Right. Everyone's in the back row. <laughs> that was my vision, daddy. That was my vision. Wait, so your vision was to hire singers who were all over six foot five? Yeah. To be able to sing. Wow, that's incredible. What what's the quality that you get when all your singers are that tall? The voices are heavier because they they got to take a longer time to come out. Makes sense from the diaphragm. That I mean that's the principle of a tuba, right? It yeah. takes a longer time yeah. to go through because there's more pipe. Those twists and turns in there. So that that actually makes sense. Imagine uh-huh. a voice going through all of your intestines. I will. 
and see how long it take you to get through. <laughs> you know how much you know how much intestine you got. In your it's body. supposed to be like 55 hundreds of five miles. Fifty five miles. Fifty five miles. Fifty five miles of intestine in every human being. Sabrina Squirt had that ready to 55 go. Fifty five miles. Yeah. From here to the top. Chicago. Oh. And I Maybe. would walk fifty five <laughs> miles. Um, Devin. You, no, I can't. No, I <laughs> shouldn't. No. And I would walk fifty five miles more. Just to be the voice that came out of your intestine. Yes. Right? Oh, that's jazz. Stop. Okay. How dare you? I damn it. I can't get it right. bado. You have to emphasize the ba. The ba. The ba. That's what it is, Babby. Okay. Cavity daddy. Cavity daddy. You're getting the cavity daddy. All right. Well, we should take one more break before our final segment with these two titans of the music industry. We'll uh, we'll be back in a minute to really spray it on. Hey, guys. This is Greg Gallant, co-host of the First Hand Podcast. Just asking you if you can to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or give us a five-star rating or tweet about the show or Instagram about the show or write a handwritten letter. No one writes letters anymore. Write a letter to a friend about the first-hand podcast. Thank you. Hi, welcome back. We're back here with Sabrina Squirt and Quincy Jones. And we're going to do... Uh, one of our segments now for an interesting perspective on these events. The thing you've never told anyone about this event. So we're going to share a secret to bring this history alive, something we've never admitted about this recording. So Greg and I will start here. I'll go first. The thing that I've never told anyone is that when Bob Dylan was having sex with my girlfriend in front of me, um, Madman's Elizabeth Moss. Madman's Elizabeth Moss. Uh, there was a moment when I realized that they belonged together and I really had no place in this relationship anymore. Uh, and then it was at that point that Bob Dylan went down on me. And then I was like, I do belong. Wow. And we actually were a th- what's called a thruple for a brief period of time. You Bob Dylan, yeah, Elizabeth. Moss. So that's sort of my, you know, sexual. Those are my sexual exploits. I had sex with Bob Dylan in the nineteen eighties. That's 1980s. jazz, baby. That's jazz. I mean, that is jazzy. very jazz. Bob Dylan played your skin flute. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, when you put it that way, it sounds more fun than even I remember it. So yeah, that's nice. I gotta. I wonder, like, was anyone in the closet? Do you know? Like, did you was anyone in the, the closet cl- of the room where yeah, Elizabeth Moss, Bob Dylan, and I were all having sex? Did you hear any sort of distinctive I, sounds uh, coming out of the closet? You know, nothing that I couldn't explain is just normal closet noises of like the rustling of clothes, <laughs> someone whispering, attaboy, baby. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and just kind of. Uh, Quincy, I think, I'm going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it couldn't have been. Quincy Jones were could you not in that closet? In closet. I was. Oh, Quincy. Wow. <laughs> It was me in there. Oh, my God. And there was one other person there, but I couldn't identify it. The real big closet. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. So that's almost a new thing that I am learning about this sexual experience of mine. So that that's mine. That's my thing I've never told anyone. And now I'm learning new things about my sex life, which is Quincy Jones watched me get cucked by Bob Dylan. Yeah, I've cucked seen. and then sucked by I've Bob seen, Dylan. I've, <laughs> I've seen your penis, Devin, and it's jazz. Your penis is jazz, baby. That sounds like a compliment. I don't know. My penis is jazz. I don't know if you want an avant-garde penis. Yeah, maybe not. 
<laughs> probably I'd like something a little more mainstream. Speak for yourself. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mine is uh, contemporary. Yep. <laughs> Well, that was a very thank Kevin, you. That was a very sort of emotional, yeah. internal moment. What's yours, shared. Greg? Mine's a little bit more external, I guess. Which is that to get the job at A and M, I shot and killed an intern. Okay, um, Greg. <laughs> we, and I think the statute of limitations is up on that. But there was, there yeah. was an intern. I I shot and killed him. And I think maybe that's why they were razzing me so hard with all the poop stuff. It was because you murdered someone? Yeah, I this murdered. This is a toxic work environment, I'll be honest. Oh, it was so toxic. <laughs> and, this, and this was before me, too. So yes, I couldn't say forget. anything. Back then, you couldn't say <laughs> anything on. when your boss Greg, was so making you, you eat shit. You are claiming that you I were mean, not dude? eat shit. Just scoop it out okay. of the toilet and take it to the beach. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I don't think you should co-opt the Me Too movement. And like, I think, you know, in this way, I, I'm not co-opting. I'm not co-opting. Okay. I'm not co-opting. Not in this way. I'm not co- <laughs> yeah, you could please. do it any other There's way. There's so many more healthy ways to co-opt the Me Too movement. I'm not, co-op- I'm not co-opting the Me Too movement, but I'm just saying like, if you support that movement, I think you should, por- should support me. Yeah. Okay. And murdering that, that intern. intern. Yeah, I think you should support me. Yeah. I think I, it makes sense. makes sense. I think this all makes sense. That makes sense. So. Quincy... What's what's a secret you can lay on us about that? Let me lay on some some silent words for you. Oh, some silent words. I tell you one thing. We had some t-shirts made up. Yeah. For the USA for Africa. But just in case we lost, we had a whole nother set <laughs> made up. In those t-shirts because we won. The losing t-shirts got sent to Africa. And they say USA for Canada. Oh, you, okay. Uh, maybe and they say we Africa are, they for the USA. We are not the world. Yeah. On those That's shirts. what they say on the back. We are not the world. In case we lost, I so didn't there was even a know that. Yeah, I didn't even know there was a competitive element to this oh, song yeah. between Africa as a continent and Canada, Canada as a country. They were vying to be the benef- <laughs> yeah. the benefactor. No, that's not right. If we, if we, if we didn't make a certain amount of money, we had to give all that money to Canada. Oh, that would have been. That's high stakes. I mean, that's and that's a challenge Quincy Jones doesn't shy away from. But we dad it, baby. We dad it. <laughs> dad it. God, you dad it, baby. I absolutely know what that means. I'm cool and I understand. <laughs> we get it. We understand what Quincy's saying, and now we're saying it, and it's normal for us to use that yes. phrase. Yeah, we're cool. Wow, that's incredible. Also, those losing shirts just had the Seattle Seahawks logo on them. Oh, but no, oh. that's <laughs> a real fuck that's, you. That's, yeah, that's that's brutal. But 1985, fair. they just drafted Brian Bosworth. Oh, yeah, no, rough was, year for them. Yeah, it was tough. Well, you're that's up right. there getting rained on while you play the trumpet on the street. I'm a big fan of the Seattle Seahawks, baby. Dave Krieg is Dave Krieg there around that time? Dave Krieg, Steve Largent. <laughs> Steve Largent was jazz, baby. <laughs> You heard it here first. The 1985 Seahawks were jazz. Devin, does it bother you that the only thing that's ever not been jazz to him is your attempt at being jazz? Yeah, it's it's troubling. It's making it harder for me to (laughs) nail down what is jazz. But, uh, you know, I accept it. Maybe not wanting to be jazz. Jazz is razzmatazz, baby. (laughs) Well, that clears it up. Yeah, okay. All right. Now I get it. Now, Sabrina, give us the secret about this recording session. My secret about this recording session? Please. I was farting the whole time. All right. During wait during we are the world or during this recording of this podcast. Both. Oh, okay, no. Sabrina, you got squirted. So, so that's what that means. 
That's uh, no, that's not what that means. Okay, I smelled something. Is it a stress thing, like a Robert Durst burp thing? Like, because you've been telling a lot of obvious lies this and whole time. And scratching your arm. And, and scratching your arm. Uh, and oh. <laughs> now oh. you're doing the Durst burp uh, too. I think her voice uh, is calling, coming up all the way to 55 miles out of her intestines uh, uh, to make these sounds. Uh, Durst burps. Oh, oh no, there's a totally different... Sounds like Buffalo Bill. Why they asking me that? It does sound like... Sounds like killed them all, Levy. of course. It killed them all, Put of course. Put your lotion in your basket. Sabrina, what are you saying? Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. Okay. <laughs> yep, yep, sure. Yep. Well, yeah. Anyway, that was my secret. So did it affect the recording at all? That you no, just, not at you all, there? because... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What? You weren't there. You weren't there. What? Because you weren't there. You were in the closet nearby. What is it? Actually, in the recording session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. In my opinion, it added to it. Those parts were on the same exact tone as Dan Aykroyd. (laughs) That is not hard for me to believe. Yeah, he has a flatulent voice. Yeah, that's that makes sense. Wow. God, I mean, we learned so much about this song today, Greg. I feel like no one else confessed to a murder, but no. No, I mean, no one else killed anyone that day. <laughs> all right. Well, let's not all get high and mighty. Either. All right. Well, I mean. Unless you want some. You all want some? Okay. I know. Please <laughs> put the crack. Please put the gun away. Did you shoot with Hey, that's joke? one of my squirt guns. <laughs> okay. There's jazz pouring out of my body. Oh, God. Please, someone get, with jazz get the jazz. Did someone cover his wounds with jazz? That's blood, Quincy. <laughs> that's jazz. <laughs> Blood is jazz, too. Blood is jazz. Blood is jazz is razzmatazz. All right, well, let's wrap up before Quincy Jones jazzes out. Oh, blood is jazz, razzmatazz, baby. (laughs) Should we do plugs? Yeah, let's do plugs before Quincy Jones dies in our studio. Quincy, what do you have to plug? Uh, Just follow my protege. Who's your protege? Who are you mentoring right now? His name is Carl Dark. Yeah. Oh, this is Damn it, Carl, on everything social. Ah! Oh, no. <laughs> oh, he's dead. <laughs> oh, my God. I killed Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones is... I'm going to die like a roach. Oh. <laughs> he is. He should on his back with uh, his appendages kind of rigored up in a locked position. It's intense. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's burying man. his teeth. I'm I think not, he's still alive. I'm not going to be able to, to be out you know, in public for another 17 years. Yeah. Limitations we might not be able to put this episode out. Sabrina um, Squirt. Oh yeah, you can squirt me at mholland85 on Twitter or at Mary Hollandays like the sauce on Instagram. You can also squirt me on the Stitcher Premium show that just came out, My Dead Ex-Wife, The Robot Car. Wow. Wow. So you've been doing a Sabrina Squirt's been doing a lot of work in the uh, alternative comedy podcast. Community. Yeah, yeah, you could squirt me there. You could squirt me at Wild Horses at UCB. <laughs> <laughs> These are all groups I didn't know you were a part of, but maybe it's like this recording. You were there. You were. I was around. there. I'm yeah. there. I'm well, farting you, the whole time. You yeah. heard it here, dear listeners. Go see Wild Horses at UCB, and as soon as you see Sabrina walk on the stage, yell, "I'm squirting!" at the top of your lungs. <laughs> That's right. I'll be expecting it. <laughs> That's good. Well, for another episode of Firsthand, I'm. Oh, Evan so Field. I guess we won't do. My, I, well, I wanted to plug that GoFundMe for my heart surgery. I really don't think we have time. It's getting really bad. I I think it's gauche for you to plug that over and over again. I feel like it's not gauche. I, I think it's gauche. gauche. I'm not so convinced right. you have a heart condition. Okay. Uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, thank you for listening to First Hand. I need Hand. help. Uh, I'm, I'm squirting. Sh- <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>